Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. Birthday episode. Yay! They all figured I wouldn't live to my birthday age, so we better do it early. Yep. So here we are. It's almost all over. That's it. No, no, no. He's like a You're too busy. It's the only time we could get together. Yeah, he's a busy bitch. Schedules and I'm circling the drain. (laughs) This is it. This is it. going down. You checked your Palm Pilot and you said today. I did. Yep. Palm Pilot. My Palm Pilot. Well, technology is cyclical. Oh, the good old days. So, yeah, we're all here together, of course, on a Friday. More importantly, though, of course, to watch a socially responsible... <laughs> PSA. Im- ...an important film. What's it called again? ...that made the careers of many, many actors. So much. <laughs> Lots of actors. <laughs> Amazon Women on the Moon. It's hard for me to remember that title because that doesn't actually have anything to do with the movie. So, I mean, it kind of does, but it's like, that's not what it's about. It's not really what it's about. Yeah, yeah, true. So it's hard for me to, like, remember. Yeah. My, but, heart, my heart wants to say on the moon, but my mouth wants to say in the moon. Well, in the moon. Your heart will go on. <laughs> Near or far. Near. <laughs> <sighs> Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know, for your birthday, we thought we'd sing Celine Dion. Celine, come on out here. Yay, Celine. Celine everybody. <laughs> so, so, oh, no. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So I guess before we get into it, we can um, get into it and give it <laughs> and give a quick cheers. Happy birthday, to Neil. All our friends. Chin chin. Oh, thank Neil. you. And it is true, Mark. I am, I am like Kate Bush. I am over that hill. <laughs> so, you were running, I'm running up, up that the hill, hill and I have <laughs> finally crested to the top. Actually, Kate, but she's been she's been running up that hill for forty years now. So she's trying. She'll get there man. one day. She's gonna get there. I believe in her. She'll get there. But thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, Sandra. Yes, birthday why, Neil. Why don't you share with us? Um, I think I will. So I watched really oh i watched two okay i have two things okay. uh three three things okay. one i watched a documentary from like 2016 uh called author the jt Leroy story if i say jt Leroy, do you guys know who i'm talking about no i do not oh my god I'm this so documentary sorry. is wild the true story it's based on even wilder it's like that you know as the phrase goes sometimes truth is stranger than fiction i highly recommend if you love a good twisty turny this isn't like true crimey murdery like what i usually watch for documentaries but or religious um (laughs) but if you like twisty turny interesting stories that's like i cannot believe this is real going as blind as possible to the jt Leroy story and i'm so glad i finally watched this documentary haven't read any of jt the books but i really want to now especially since i've seen this documentary huh. 
Secondly, I was um, I was like doing something where I needed background noise, and I was like, I really don't want anything that I'm going to get distracted on. So I just picked like the first thing that came up on like Netflix, and it was like the Great Flower Fight or something like that, and it's like people making giant sculptures out of flowers. Okay. And I was like, uh, okay, and I was like, okay, perfect, hit that. I got sucked in because you know who one of the hosts is? No. Um, our beloved girly from What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, Nadja? Nadja, real Nadja, oh, wow. real British person <laughs> Nadja. And I was like, well, son of a bitch, I, I can't just like watch this in the background. She's the host, and of course she's really funny and great. And it was just like, oh my god, but she's she not really a vampire? She not really? <laughs> yeah, really. Ruin, really ruin. Hmm. No, she's out there in broad daylight <laughs> talking about flowers. Wow. So that was fun. Okay. And I'm sure British people have probably been watching her for years and they're like, duh, like you know, right. and then sorry. other sorry, hashtag sorry. Sorry, American, sorry. Um and then I've just been reading a lot, because not only do you have our genre junkies going, of course. Next episode's a horror episode. But I got sucked sucked back into the world of Sarah J. Moss. She's like the mafia. If you know, you know. You can never truly leave. She will, she owns my soul, that woman. <sighs> Here I am. Trying to get through Crescent City before the third latest book comes out. The first two books are 800 pages. Oof. Um, literally. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> and I'm, in, I'm into book two. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the next one will be nine hundred. Wow, thousand huh. pages. Who can say? No. I know you're working your way up to. I know. That. I was. I, I was laughing not at your story, but Please. thinking of like, what would Neil's reaction be if you handed him a eight hundred yeah. page? Yeah. And whenever I have a physical copy of an eight hundred page book, yeah. and I'm done reading They're it, huge. I'm like, well, now it's just a weapon. Yeah. Now, now it's just to smoke my enemies with, yeah. strike them dead with literature house or something. Yeah. <laughs> I shall build a house. It's, it's good for like whacking your chicken so you can make it nice and flat. You know? I won't be doing any of that. So, <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, Dead or alive, I mean, you, you whack a chicken. You whack your <laughs> chicken. You will be a flat way. chicken. <laughs> we all whack our chickens our own way, Caleb. I Don't like, judge me. I like my chickens up and moving around and happy. <laughs> I give to you. All right. Uh, two things. Uh, so now that I have a Max account, uh, I have not left, um, and so I have now started 30 coins. Yay! Oh. Um, I am, Welcome to the family. I know. I know. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. I'm not that far in, but I'm, I'm vested. You know? Good. You're bought in. So, yeah. I, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. And then also on Max, uh, another show that we are all very excited about started recently. <gasps> There's two episodes out yes. now. I've seen both of them. That's True Detective Dark yes. Country. Uh, it right. is amazing. It's, I am it's like they said, it's a return to form. It. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Definitely fabulous. like a throwback to season one. And, How's so. Jody? She's good. She's she happy. I love her so She's, much. It's a really different role for her. So that's been a lot of fun watching her be this like... Kind of no-nonsense, badass sheriff out in the middle of nowhere, you know? <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, enjoy it. I enjoy mm. it. But there's only two episodes out right now. I know I'm dating this so episode now. So we're not too far behind. You're, if you're listening later on. But, yeah, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Maybe when I'm done with my next 800-page books, I will <laughs> be available for that. Yeah, just put it down in the background. You won't what? get sucked in at all. I sure will. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm. So I will be starting that as soon as I finish what's on my list, which is Fargo. Still pushing the Fargo. You guys need to watch Fargo. I'm telling you, it's the best season it's had. Okay. So I believe you. I just feel like, am I too far? Like, no. Can I go there? <laughs> you gotta go there. You will thank me. You will thank yourself. You will thank the stars. <laughs> you will do whatever, whatever that you think. I mean, how many seasons are we in on that? But they're standalone. I think it's the fifth. But Remember, they are standalone. We went over this last class. So, hey, Scott's been busy he producing. Busy producing. Show. I sleep yeah. through most of these episodes. <laughs> Come on, guys. Wow. Let's be real. Anyway, wow. Fargo, please. I'm just you guys, and I feel like no one's even listening to me about this. Like I'm the only person watching it in the world. Oh my god, so it's a feel, hugely popular. I feel show. left alone. No, no. Because I heard from someone else say yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. Best okay. season that that Fargo has ever had. This is like you okay. at Ted Lasso when you're like, no one else watches yeah, this, and it's no like the most else. popular show. No in the one's, world. no one's listening to me. Anyway, is there anyone in chat <laughs> watching Fargo? <laughs> Just say yes. Put your hand up. Give me a, I don't know, a poop emoji. I don't care. Just let me know. We appreciate being engagement. Anyway, um, <laughs> once Fargo is done, then I True Detective is my number. Okay. Eight, and like 30 coins are still sitting there. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do all this. I don't know either. We need more <sighs> hours in the day. Yeah. Did you guys, I saw today the trailer for the new Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live uh, which is the Rick and, and, and Michonne. I, and I was just like, God damn it. I feel seriously like we talked about on New Year's Eve. There's a weird embarrassment. Like I feel like Walking Dead is like an ex of mine. Yeah. And I'm like, hi, Walking Dead. You look good. I'm glad you're doing well. Like, you know, just, maybe look them up every now and then on yeah, Instagram. Be like, what are they up to? Yeah. And then be like, no, I'm glad. I'm happy you're happy. I'm, I've really moved on. <laughs> See, I'm at that point where I'm getting that drunken call from it, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the night, and I'm like, well, you know. Maybe. Know. It could Maybe. go either way. Yeah, well, more like, <laughs> anyway. So, so. this, what do you think of the trailer? Was it a good trailer? Well, I mean, it's, so I, it's, it's, a, it's a limited series. Um, limited. I hope it's limited. <laughs> I hope it's limited. <laughs> Please, God, um, let it be limited. But, um, it, I mean, it, you know, it's, it looked okay. I mean, it's, it finally explains where Rick went, who took him, Michonne looking for him. You know, all that stuff. And I, you know, I do want to know. I'm, I, I want to know. I, I did love Rick. Um, yeah. And I love Michonne. And I love Rick and Michonne, the whole thing. So, uh, you know, yeah. It's like one more thing I'm going to. But it's on AMC Plus. The fuck? So I think you probably have to subscribe to get it, oh. most likely, I'm guessing. Goodbye. No, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, yeah. I think, I think AMC Plus and Shudder are the same subscription now. No. I don't, they're not. You don't get not the though. full. They're yeah, not. you don't get the full. We, we, we've done this before. We've, we've done this <laughs> Uh, so it's like Walking Dead. You're looking well. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Rick, good luck to you. Wish you the best. I said some yeah. things. You said some things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's just be friends. Yeah. No, not even that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's not let's be just, friends. Let's just be. Let's just be separate. <laughs> Me be here. You be over there. <laughs> All right. And well. I haven't even finished Walking Dead yet. So I mean. Uh, yeah. But you wouldn't have to, I don't think, to watch this because you already sure know. Catch you I feel yeah. I would have to. Oh, okay, a completionist sense. <laughs> That's fine. like I don't even know that Michonne left to go find him. Oh, really? I don't. Oh, yeah, they were really abandoned the kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Why did yeah. you get with her? No, you got Daryl and everyone else who can look after the kid. Daryl's in France now. Well, now. <laughs> 
See, Daryl's in France now. <laughs> You're like, what the How fuck? the hell did Daryl get like, to New York France? with yeah, <laughs> Maggie? And, and, not on the show. <laughs> yeah, in the show, isn't he going to France? He's going to Europe. Well, I mean, but not not now. Now, Pat, when the shows end, I guess is he? I don't even know. Is he leaving? Is he How gone? the fuck he gets overseas? How does he go to a different continent? I don't know. Does we he have swim? to watch. I guess he, he rode his motor motorbike, <laughs> motorcycle. He chitty chitty bang bang his ass all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen so many people have their kinder trauma about the child snatcher, and it was Daryl. Daryl was a child snatcher. He's a choochy face. He's got Michelle and Rick's kid. And he's just like, We're going to France. Hold on. Oh, that would be pretty funny, actually. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, well, we just clearly wrote the next spinoff iteration of this fucking show. We did. There you go. Daryl and his old bamboo. <laughs> the old bamboo. The old bamboo. Anyway. All right. Um, so would that mean that Rick and Michonne are coming up from the ashes? Yes. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Just to, to bring it down a note. Did you? I didn't see this until today. That last Saturday, uh, David M.G. I pronounce it the gentleman who played uh, Stephen in Dawn of the Dead, the Flyboy, died over the weekend. Oh yes, Dawn of the Dead. I did see that. Yes, because I, unlike you, are am on on the thing. Okay. So. Yeah, I didn't see anything, and then all of a sudden, I was today looking at something, and it popped up. I was like, yeah. what? Why wasn't there more fanfare about this man? But and there was. You're just not on really? social media. Oh, okay. <laughs> Soviet. Stop reading your bag reviews. <laughs> <laughs> reading them. You're so funny. Sorry. Listening. Watching, watching them on YouTube. Watching. watching. Making my own. Hey. Look at my bag. Um, it's me. Your boy. It's me. <laughs> smash that button. Welcome got to it. my channel. I got, got another bag for you guys. What's in my Bad. <laughs> Making my duck face <laughs> back and forth. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think we it. can make fun of influencers when we're currently live streaming a show, Neil. <laughs> yes, we can. We are the anti-influencers. <laughs> it's just feeling very meta all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I just so yeah, it's all uh, David. Uh, I just wanted to give a. Shout out to him because, you know, I'm down the dead. Yeah. Watched that movie a thousand times. Um, it's true. Anyway, uh, that's all on that one. Uh, that's all I got because I, otherwise, you know, it was a slow two weeks of content. Snow, slow did we, news we, week. Did we watch something in a theater? I can't remember. We watched something, right? I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> we did, but we did can't we, talk about it yet. Did probably. we watch something? Never mind. I don't care. I mean, you can say it if you want. No, that's all right. No, I don't want to Is this something that we're going to like? I don't want to get in trouble. I liked it. But we'll talk about that later, maybe. Okay. Oh, I want to know. Secrets, secrets are no fun unless I am a part of fun. So I couldn't remember what it was, but it was me. Yeah. Anyway. Tells you what I thought of it. <laughs> you didn't like it. Let's, uh, let's, let's let Scott let's get a bumper ready so that we can move into the review. Uncle Baby Billy's Bible Bumpers. <laughs> We're back. Are you sure you want me to do this? Yes, I said, Neil, for your <laughs> okay. birthday, one of your gifts is you get to intro your movie because I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> right. We are discussing the uh, wonderful 1987 film, Amazon Women on the Moon. Uh, I'm calling it wonderful. Actually, I shouldn't speak for everyone else. 
Um, direct from IMDb. A spoof of low-budget 1950s science fiction movies interspersed with various comedy sketches and fake commercials making fun of late-night television. There you go. Uh, this is... I, I guess we would kind of call it like an anthology film in a way, but it's more like a sketch film. Lots of, you know. I think anthology is probably the best way to describe you it. You think? Okay. Yeah. But they're short. It isn't like an anthology film that has like four or five 20 minute stories or a half hour. You know, it's like. Right. Some pieces, it's like a wraparound. <laughs> some pieces they'll pick up later. Right. But they're like little two minute, three minute. Yeah. Some are a little bit longer. Reoccurring. Vignettes of stories <laughs> or whatever. Some reoccur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's directed by five gentlemen uh, overall. Uh, Joe Dante, John Landis, Carl Gottlieb, Peter Horton, and Robert K. Weiss. Which, if you guys ever saw the uh, Blues Brothers, there's a mention of Robert K. Weiss in there at one point. So, Because John Landis directed it. Anyway, um, again, as Sandra would say, if you know, you know. Um, yeah, this film basically is just about... Everything. I mean, it's like everything from the 80s, bad television, um, from like uh, makes fun of Playboy TV. It makes fun of hair plants. It makes fun of, uh, I mean, what, cars and I mean, all kinds of fun things. Infomercials. Infomercials, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what? Let, let, let me help you here. Okay. When did you first see this movie? Was it Love at First Sight? What's your relationship to this film? I would. I first saw this on home video. So what year was it? Probably like '88 or something. I would imagine. You know, I mean, I was definitely young when I when I first saw it, um, and it was love at first sight for whatever reason. This movie clicked with me. I thought it. Obviously, I thought it was funny. Um, I recognized a lot of the actors at that point. I definitely knew who John Landis and Joe Dante were, which was also a draw maybe for me as well. Um, uh, knowing both of them from, you know, Gremlins or American Werewolf in London and John Landis from, of course, all those wonderful Eddie Murphy films that we so dearly loved. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just – this movie just – I just love its pace. It just keeps going and going. and It works for your short attention it, span. My short attention span <laughs> and for my, my level of humor, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, as well. How so, many times do you think you've seen this movie? I have probably seen this film – Oh, that's a good question. I'd say 20 times-ish over the years. That's a lot for a comedy because you have to still find it funny like after <laughs> 20 do. times. I do. So I, it's a real love. It's so just a relationship. I was telling Caleb that when I was doing um, the thumbnail, I was looking for images that I could put on the thumbnail. And I found a stumbled across um, a GIF of uh, a GIF or a GIF. A jiffy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a segment of still pictures put together quickly so they look like they're moving. Um, of, so we true? <laughs> yes. Of, uh, of Arsenio, one of the, a bit from Arsenio. And it's a real right. quick, like, boom, bit. I mean, it's like it's a two-second quick little. And I just started laughing from it. You know, I hadn't seen it. I actually hadn't seen this film in a while. But I just started laughing from that, like, to a point where I was almost had tears in my eyes again. <laughs> just thinking about that whole segment. Um, so yeah, for some reason it just, it speaks to me. It's a relationship. It is. And I was very happy that Scott told me that there was nothing socially, um, irresponsible about it. It may not have aged because of just the content being 40 years old now almost, 
But as far as like it being offensive, it was not. I don't think. I so. mean, I don't. Yeah. Speak, so that made me I happy. don't speak for everyone in the world. <laughs> well, I <laughs> guess I what? Gave, everyone. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not find some of the morally objectionable like items that we sometimes flags. see in films of the era. Yeah, I, right. I agree with you on that. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that some people would find um, right. merge with, but it's not like super red flags every five no. seconds. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that but that for me was good because I was a little worried introducing Sandra and Scott to this. I'm like, okay, is there is there no wait wait no yeah. I think so. Uh, we'll see. I mean, there wasn't even any like homophobia or anything like. Which, yeah, somehow they just resisted. No, it's really surprising <laughs> yeah. when you think about it for for the day. You know, yeah. I mean, this came out in '87, but it was actually shot in '85. Jesus, so, long gestating. Yeah. John Landis had some things going on for a us, couple of years. He had there, a few so. irons in the fire. Um, <laughs> Plus, but, it, editing was probably something too. Like, <laughs> yeah. with these kind of movies, I mean. That's but I'm true. just saying, like you would almost expect to yeah, see that to find some sort like, of thing. And, pretty, you know, for the most shit, part, yeah. they're just like, making fun of the white dudes. Yeah, yeah, and just the what the thing is itself of television. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys, go ahead. I don't know what you guys think about this, so let's hear it. To me, to you, to me, to you. You know, I cannot remember when I saw this, but I I had to have seen it probably at a friend's house, probably at some sort of sleepover in, like, eighth grade, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think this had a theatrical release. I think this kind of... No, you don't think so? I don't think so. Or if it did, it was just, like, really quick. So I think it has a gross of, like, $500,000. A theatrical gross of, which is doesn't seem like anything. Very small. So I think it was like TV, VHS. Oh, that's you know surprising. Okay. Um, again, John Landis had some things going on, so I don't <laughs> think they knew what to do with it. But <laughs> anyway, I, I I don't remember when I saw it, but I thought it was funny there because it hit those goofy sensibilities, you know. But goofy thing. I'm older now. No. <laughs> It's it's fine. I I found myself laughing at sometimes at yeah. some points, and I found myself being pretty quiet at some of it. So, <laughs> you know. so would you say you love it? You like it? You uh, hate it? You're neutral. It's it was fun. I was I think glad. It was fine. I would no. It was fun. I was glad to be there with you. Like yes. if I was by myself, oh, I think probably, it would have been yeah. horrible. You yeah. know, but I was feeding off of Scott, who was like dying next to me yeah. <laughs> a couple times. Yeah. And we're all chuckling. <laughs> yeah. Like that. We threw back our heads and left. Right. right. Um, there, were le- there were legitimate moments. I think it's the hardest I've laughed in a long time in this film. Yeah. Well, it was really a David Allen career. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Specifically. Um, yeah. For me, I would definitely say I liked it. I liked it. I don't know if it's love just because yeah. there's, I think a little bit like, like you kind of said, there's stuff that at one point I just told you guys, I'm like, just tell me like who the people are. And like, if, <laughs> if I should know, them. if yeah. I should know them, because there's an element to it. That's kind of like, like SNL or something where it's like, it's kind of topical. You know, for like the time, so it'd be like, like I one thing y'all forgot to tell me, and is that the roasters were all real roasters. I thought they were just random people, <laughs> and so, some old actors. And some, uh, well, I figured that you would have known who Rip Taylor and Henny Youngman were, and then I, you would have realized I that it means the, everyone. Rip Taylor's authentic look, okay. but I, I couldn't 
I couldn't pin the name down. Got it. Yeah. So um, anyway, just things like that where it's like, oh, I know this would be funnier if it's like I could immediately recall it's like, you know, this this person I should know from this thing. But okay. um, for the most part, there was uh, lots of lots of parts that made me giggle. <laughs> giggle, 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 gaggle. Um, I think it's really funny that just like – Videodrome, hollow, hollow be thy name, Videodrome. <laughs> um, you know, there's this, like, it's in the 80s and people are like, the television, the VHS cassette tapes, no one has an attention span anymore. And it's just one of those things where it's like, every generation is like, oh my God, the youth of today. <laughs> they, what are they even thinking? And it's just like, y'all haven't even met TikTok yet, like, <laughs> or Snapchat where it goes away, you know? So it's, it, I don't know. It's just funny. It's one of those things like some things never change. Yeah, I suppose some so. It's never change. Um, I like that at the beginning of the film, it says starring lots of actors. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Should we, should we say who's in this film? I mean, do you, can you? There's so or many. Not, not necessarily everyone, but I've got a little list here. Sure. Go for it. Um, so in this film is Arsenio Hall, Michelle Pfeiffer, David Allen Greer, Steve Gutenberg, Rosanna Arquette, B.B. King, Kelly Preston, Egg ba- Egg Egg or, or Ed Ed Bagley Jr. Egg Bagley Jr. <laughs> Ralph Bellamy, Carrie Fisher, Paul Bartell, Russ Meyer, Sybil Danning, Andrew Dice Clay, and Robert Picardo. That is not by any means all of them. Yeah, Joey like- Pants. Joey, Joey Pantaleano, <laughs> how'd I forget that? Yeah. It's one of the best. Um, in fact, I, yeah, there's lots of lots of people in this. Some of them you're like, who? But other ones back then, Paul Bartell was pretty big in the in the late 70s mm-hmm. and up to the mid-80s. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know. I can remember in the 90s watching reruns of, like, SNL mm-hmm. and not knowing who some of the hosts were. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, where you're like, okay, they just never they were in some made it out of then like and, this yeah. time period. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine that's kind of how you felt a little bit with Definitely. a lot of these people. Yeah. Not all of them. But, Not all you know, of them, you know. but yeah, a lot of them. I, one thing, sometimes it's like a trip to you see, like, I've never seen David Allen Greer that young, I don't mm-hmm. think. Yeah. So that was like, oh my God, he's a baby <laughs> with a flat top. It's definitely a few years before <laughs> in Living Color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Should we just get right into it? Yeah. Obviously, we can't break down every segment, nor would I think that'd be fun or enjoyable for the people at home. Um, but the <laughs> um, the to start it off with, we have Arsenio Hall. Was he doing the talk show at this point? Probably not. I don't think not so. Not in 85. That's when they filmed it, 86. Okay. Probably not. Um, I... I, you know, I have, like, what I've seen of him, pop culture kind of pieces, you know, little moments throughout my life. Never figured him for a slapstick guy. <laughs> I mean, like, the beginning is straight up, like, silly slapstick. Full on. Comedy. Full on. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Because okay. in my mind, I know he was a performer and did other things, but in my mind, he was a talk show host. Yeah, well, he's you know? also an actor. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen a whole seen lot him. of his okay. movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I read that the, that whole thing was like kind of impromptu. They just sort of went through. I don't really believe that, you there know, so because some had things to had to have be set up, like yeah. opening the beer can. It's a lot of rigging. You know, yeah. yeah. A lot of so I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I saw that and I just kind of went like, eh, yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know why I brought it up. To be honest, <laughs> with you, but. Here we are, and I'm still talking about it. Producer <laughs> Scott, just delete that. Just take that out on the live. 
Yes, yeah, so that's the Mondo Condo. <laughs> the Mondo Condo episode. Yes. Mondo Condo is called. Okay. Yeah. So it's that is if that is one of my favorite, if not my favorite parts. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I I absolutely love it, and again. It's it's absolutely speaks to my sensibilities and my sense of humor <laughs> that it's complete slapstick. It's I mean, and it's just about a guy who comes home from a business trip and everything goes wrong. Yeah. He opens a beer, he gets splat, and he gets makes a bite rotten of sandwich, sandwich, rotten, almost gets pulled into his garbage disposal. Spit it out in the gar- yeah, yeah. With that one, with the garbage disposal, I said, "Oh, this is a horror movie." That's actually what my notes say. <laughs> that's right. But I think I also my, feel that's yeah. a perfect way to open this. It yes, lets yes. you know exactly what you are in for. That's true. So. I think my favorite bit in the slapstick part was the VHS to the eye. <laughs> that's that's the part where I, was, I saw the gif or gif. Yeah, and that's, that's just a, and I just started busting up again. Because you know sometimes with slapstick, and this isn't a complaint or anything. But you see the gag. You're coming. Yeah. But, I mean, I wasn't really expected to get him like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, f- thought he was probably going to eat him or something. Or, yeah. You know, but, right. Yeah. And I like that the guy sweeping out front just didn't even care that somebody <laughs> fell out the window. He's like, oh, are we having yeah. weather? Yep, like, got, it, no. got another one. I love it. He just <laughs> he takes his VHS out and just puts it in the machine. And it's like, oh, it's not plugged in. <laughs> Gets a shock <laughs> from plugging it in. And then... <laughs> Push the button, it comes right out. It's hysterical. Perfect. And then he sits down and turns the TV on and just blows up. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, it just gets me. and he keeps getting the calls, and it's the guy looking for his looking wife. Looking for Thelma. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. There ain't no Thelma. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just pure slapstick gold. <laughs> so I love it. And then you guys should like, he goes to take a magazine off his bookshelf. Oh, and, <laughs> and the bookshelf falls down. down on them. That is uh, every reader's nightmare <laughs> to be. Well, or a really good way to go. Maybe. Taken out by my own literature. I could die like that. Yeah. That'd be a way to do it. Cool. Your three books fall on you and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> After 800 pages. <laughs> That's true. Those ones. Get them off of me. <laughs> Help. Um, Be stuck in my office screaming, but no one would hear me. <laughs> um, so then the next one up is the one that's like the penthouse lady, kind of like that's the Playboy TV kind of like thing you're talking about, right. right? Oh my god! Okay, so the unintentional hilarity of this <laughs> is Scott points out that her voice sounds like Cartman, <laughs> sounds like Cartman from South Park, and I just could not hear it. Yep. Why did she sound like Cartman though? Um, that and I thought the saxophone music was really funny in the background too. Yeah, I yep. really liked that segment. There was something just so absurd, uh, surreal about yeah. it. I it that that was the one that really like. All right, I'm in for this. Well, I, and it kind of like reminds me now of like influencer culture a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of you know it's kind of a full circle moment. They're doing the interview of a playboy or not a playboy, a playmate type character in her while she's in bed doing her poses, taking her pictures, and then they like go. Like the poses. <laughs> That's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> like she's working out. <laughs> she's, she's a karate kid. She's on the elliptical. <laughs> um, but then she and then they keep going. But then she's like downtown shopping, still completely nude. Right. But she like has a little handbag and she's wearing a little hat. The gloves. The gloves. The gloves and the, yeah. The veil. Yep, and then she goes to church, and she's still new in church, but she's listening <laughs> to the sermon. That's why you gotta love California. <laughs> and Laguna. It was Laguna yeah. she, they were saying she was in. She was in, that's right. And that's why New York sucks. So, yes. Uh. So now we get 
our our meat of the piece, which is the man sucked into the television. Oh yes, Murray. Um, very Mike TV from Charlie Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. I j- he became Mike TV. He watched so much TV, and then he gets shrunken down and sucked in to all the programming. Yes. Yeah. Which was. So it's also like your movie. It's a reoccurring bit. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Very stay tuned energy. He goes, his wife's clicking him into different, everything, different movies. Shows, yeah. He goes into a Huey Lewis video. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. That's surprising, actually. I mean, Universal did a really good job of, like, (laughs) showing you their stuff. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Todd, totally understandable if you're not a huge fan of anthology. Anthologies are hard because, like, a lot of times people remember either the best parts of an anthology or the worst parts of an anthology. Yeah. Like, I think they're hard to put together for like film or book format. You have to, there's an art to it or it doesn't work. Yeah. It's true. There are some really good ones and there are some that are not. Yeah. I would agree with that. Look at Todd joining us from the 209. Hi Todd. Wow. It's a birthday miracle again. Wow, now he's going to leave. <laughs> he's out of here. Peace. Uh, then we have Griffin Dunn. Everyone, Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. So that's the, the Michelle Pfeiffer. American Werewolf in London, yes. Yes. Right. yes. Playing a, a not-so-good doctor. <laughs> One who does apparently delivers babies and does liver transplants. So, so yeah. um, as Scott pointed out, from 30 Rock, do you guys remember the character Dr. Spachemin? No. Dr. Spaceman? I, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Um, that he's like the OG Doctor Spaceman, Doctor Spachemin, like the person that is completely Even looks in- like him. Yeah, like I completely said, okay. incompetent to be your medical provider. It was you, you know, it's like that. I, I'm blanking on that actor's name right now. But I think it's, yeah, I can't. Think he of it voiced either. Cyril in uh, Archer. He's, oh. an, he's an old SNL. Yeah, yeah. Um, old SNL. Uh, I'm Chris, Parnell? Chris, Chris Parnell. Parnell, yeah, Chris yes. Parnell. That's um, Dr. Spaceman in 30 Dr. Rock. Spaceman. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and that's Michelle Pfeiffer. Young Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, right. Peter Horton. So, Peter Horton hears a who? Yep. Peter Horton hears a who. I did not know this, but Michelle and Peter were married at they the time. They were together. I yeah. did not know that. And what was and he was on your program you He was liked. on 30, 30 something. 30 something, not he rock. He was on your <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about two thirties. He wishes. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Thirty something, yes. Yeah. So that was funny to see him like doing all this. It was. It was a, it was fun to see Didn't Peter Horton back. Really do a lot. <laughs> In He's this like year, no, just yeah. in general. In general, yeah? yeah. I'm not sure how much he ended up doing directing. I mean, yeah. if he went on after acting to do that or not. But maybe so. we should get him on the horn. <laughs> get him on the horn. Michelle probably got him <laughs> like, okay, I'll do your movie, but kind of give my husband some work. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's funny. And then once they divorced, she blacklisted him. Yeah. So, so they were married from '81 to '88. That's so. a pretty good stretch. That's of time. a Hollywood lifetime. <laughs> that's like. Like Grease too, when she got all popular from that. <laughs> <laughs> from that popular. She was <laughs> like, hey, look at this girl. Um, you can get me a cool rider. I think my favorite part of. <laughs> it's a song from the movie. It's a song from the movie, guys. Song from the movie. I think my. From the movie. My favorite. My favorite part was that. Because, like, he's bringing in all these things that aren't their baby. 
Yes. And my favorite's the hand. The hand, yes. Mr. Potato Head and then the hand. Yeah. Yeah. And then chips in a bottle. Yes. And he's like, we need to breastfeed. (laughs) It's just so silly. It's like, that's not right. Turns out the baby was in the laundry chute. The whole time. Uh, I'm curious. Okay, do you guys remember, did you have... Do you have a favorite segment? Or is it everyone's the same? <laughs> I really liked the Son of the Invisible Man. Okay, yes. Oh, that was good. I thought that was really clever. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how the guy's just running around all naked. <laughs> um, never thought that I would briefly see uh, Ed Begley Jr.'s Junior. That's right. <laughs> you do. You get a split, split yeah, second of it. Yeah. Eggs, egg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that was a, was no, a I really, really like that. I thought it was really clever. I, I thought it was put together really oh, well. Yeah. And yeah. Ed Begley thinking he's invisible, but he's not. He's taking <laughs> his clothes off. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes the invisible man again. <laughs> we always love equal opportunity nudity. We love to point <laughs> it out. My favorite segment, I don't want to spoil it because we're going to get to it, but we'll, let's just we do it. Order, it yeah. let's, just, let's just get it, rip off that Band-Aid. It's the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> like, it does not get better than that. Um, I said it's my, I put in there my favorite so far, and it was my favorite in there because it just, you know, it's so silly. It's the Loch Ness Monster in a little hat and a little capelet. And just like rolling through the streets of London, and like it's not so, like it's not noticeable. It's like, oh, who could be Jack the Ripper? Well, it was Nessie, <laughs> and um, he just looks so funny and actually really cute in his little hat. He did, and like yeah, and then when she looks up, oh hello, and he's just like, yeah. and you're like aren't of you a big guy or whatever? Yeah. Just she's so charmed and so unassuming yep. as i said i'm like he's so subtle yeah he just blends in and like the whole kind of like is this bullshit thing <laughs> bullshit like, or not instead yes. of is ripley's believe it or not okay because like i reminded was giving me unsolved mysteries vibes okay. which i love and all of those beyond belief factor fiction right. from the 90s so this was kind of like i'm familiar i'm comfortable here got it yeah and then you add in because there was was it Ripley's Believe It or Not that Jack Palance, I think, was a host of? And he would walk around in, in that beige trench coat They've introducing done a, the segments? Yeah. They've done a few other iterations of that over the years. Oh, okay. Of that. So that's got to be what they're referencing. If I'm though. remembering right. Yeah. That's, I feel like it was Jack Palance. Anyway, someone fact check me on that. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was, I, I think it's awesome as well, that segment. Because yeah. Henry Silva, who was a real actor of whenever... Was the one playing that role, and you come out bullshit or not? Yeah. So the whole segment just called. Well, bullshit I feel like or he not. made a career out of playing bad guys too, so it was nice. I think he did. You know, have a little levity. Yeah. 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 Um, another one I really liked is the hair looming because <laughs> um, it just was giving Cabbage Patch. It was just giving Cabbage Patch so hard, and like just the idea of just. That wet is just <laughs> like oh, the guys in the shower. <laughs> you wash it like your normal hair. Yeah, I like me as a dustbuster. He's just like dustbusting his head. Oh my! God. You guys ever see a dustbuster in real life? Only Did in uh, only in TV and movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, we had dustbuster. Wow. So, and uh, Todd verified yes on Jack Jones. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
I'm not sure. Sometimes I think I just hallucinate things. I'm not really sure if they're real or not, mm. you know? So. That's <laughs> troubling. <laughs> it is, but hey, you know. Well, you know, it's because you're living in a sim and yeah. it's hard That's to keep track is. of all that. Plugged into the machine, so. <laughs> what was your favorite episode? Arsenio? Arsenio um, definitely is high up there. Um, I, I mean, I. I I, I even showed you that one time we were at work at one point, but I mean, Don, Noel, Soul Simmons, yep. I got to give it up to. Oh, I probably mean, that was Scott's, Scott's favorite. Yeah, 100% my favorite. I thought he sounded really 100%. good. So. He, his voice was great, but the, 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 the Inflection. over, the over enunciation <laughs> yep. of yeah. the words in close to you, it, it, his dedication to yes. that lack of soul was just, yeah. I I will I will always remember that. Yes, yeah. just that little smile, not that little that big smile he yeah. has while he's doing it is just. Uh, it's it's so char- it's charming. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the other one that he sang that was just Jeremiah was a Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Oh, that was the, the yeah. funk. That, that was when he was funky. Yeah, that was. Yeah. The, and if you buy this, we'll also send you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. So but this one he's like he's like so doing his shoulders. He's playing. He's playing. Dan dan I also like his bossa nova. Yes. That was that was so good. And I like that they have BB King. <laughs> oh, yeah. So first, at first, it starts out as a, a PSA, or not a PSA. What do you call them? Like a it's like a fundraiser, fun, uh, yeah, you know, know, like, fundraiser thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. BB yes. King's raising money for black people born black, without without soul. Without soul, yeah. And yeah. They, they call like you know that then they, when then Don Simmons releases the album, they're like, "He overcame, he overcame his personal affliction to <laughs> to release a best selling album or whatever it was." But it's oh. I love B.B. King, raised on B.B. King. I yes. love B.B. King. So it's just really cute to see him in younger, hailer, hardier days. Yep. You know, and um, just being silly playing that. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, how do you get B.B. King to, like, do that? You know? Uh, Blues Brothers. He and John Landis had a history. Oh, already. so they already had a little relationship. Yep. He's like, yep. you just have to come by for like thirty minutes. Lots, <laughs> like, pretty much. Lots of the actors and directors already had. They were in their pieces. Yeah. Funds, yeah. I mean, they're it's all over the place. <laughs> there was definitely there. a lot of there familiarity. Was, there was some looming. There's some hair looming. <laughs> um, so, so, Caleb, what about Caleb's favorites? Oh yeah, what was your favorites? Besides the son of the invisible man, oh uh, yeah, well, yeah you thought, said your favorite. I thought the video pirates was just kind of a yeah, I like that too. That's a very like of the time, you know. But still, yeah. like relevant but, in but so even many iterations. Still, but I mean, even yeah. like seeing that FBI warning and and like the pirate yeah. like just laughs at it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I liked that too. It, I wish I wanted more from that segment. I thought that was good. You know, so it was, was a quick segment, but it was pretty. It fun. was, it was. Um, and like they were excited for Out of Africa like, and stuff. It's just like silly, like, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they threw in all their Universal titles. They did. Yeah. All their MCA <laughs> Universal. Their, there you yeah. go. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Even before Seagram's probably took them over. I think it was before that. So, but anyway, yeah. Um, so around this time, we got the first part of Amazon Women on the, <laughs> the right. Moon. Um, I, my favorite part about that whole wraparound segment with the Amazon Women is just how it would um, 
it was a bad transfer, you know, <laughs> and like how you would cut and like then it would pick up non sequitur some other part of the movie. At one point, the character Blackie's dead, and like <laughs> we don't even know, um, yeah. you know, things. That was like my favorite part of it. That it was like, okay, I guess we're just not meant to know. And I mean, y'all, I'm sure that monkey was fed cocaine or something. It's not, <laughs> it's not good to have live animals in movies. But that monkey pulled all my focus. He was so cute. He had a little suit on and your monkey face boots. Yep. And he was like uppies and like, oh, it just slayed me. Um, I liked the costumes, especially the the Moon Queen's costumes were. <laughs> Um, I have no notes, 10 out of 10 woodwear and like their overly styled hair and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was like, I, I liked that whole, oh my God. And there was like, like a, like a monitor lizard with horns stuck on its head. Yeah. It was very cute. So, yeah. So the, this, the, the, this is like a, a movie that's supposed to be like a plan nine from outer space. Right. Kind of thing. It's, it's 50s the sci-fi. 50s, Did yeah. you guys notice that the announcer kept saying a different year yes. for the movie every time? I did notice oh, that. So he's yeah. yeah. so like, now back to the 1956. Right. And then, then we come back. Now we're back to the 1955. I think <laughs> one know? time he even changed the title up a little bit. Like maybe he put mm-hmm. a, 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 a in the moon instead. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> but yeah. And so, so this is the, this is supposed to be your main chunk of the movie which keeps right. getting interrupted by technical you know right. like back in the day if you remember when we had antenna tv <laughs> you would have technical difficulties so and right. then this is when your infomercials and your whatever else bits come on here and get interrupted the actual mm-hmm. movie so you end up getting about what five minutes of maybe of this maybe, film total yeah, yeah. So and the Butch yeah. character, the one with the monkey, yeah. I think that was his name. His Butch, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, John Travolta's brother. I didn't know John Travolta. Joey. It was Joey Travolta. I, I didn't either. But yeah, that was Joey. Did he do other stuff? He probably did. Probably nothing you <laughs> probably are, are aware of. But Somebody had to keep the home fires burning at the Travolta home. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Oh, so, well, go ahead. I was going to say another one of my favorite segments. Yeah. My second favorite segment is the Rosanna Arquette yes. and Goot. The Goot. Um, this is, yeah, definitely up there. And then I have another one that was one of my favorites, but um, that she has the little machine to like. And it's kind of funny because, like, we were kind of joking and we're like, now we have the internet. <laughs> we call that the internet. But I also just love the sisterhood, like, idea of, like, leaving notes so then all the other girlies can be like, oh, uh, like, don't waste your time. And just, like, the way she reads him to filth so deadpan <laughs> and stuff. I really liked that whole segment. It was just, it was very girl power. It was. It was really well done. It was. I don't want to call it like forward thinking, but at the same time, got forward forward time. It kind of was (laughs) what they came up with, and it's basically a fax machine. But yeah, but it it prints out on dot matrix. Dot matrix. Yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Comes out with this full list of all these things he did, and she's just kind of like just ignoring him and like reading it. He's like, oh, what's what's that? What's what's that saying? It's like. We'll be with you in a moment. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like because it's very much like procedural, like he's at the DMV or something. Yep. Yeah. No, it was funny. She's like, oh, oh, okay, here we go. Right. <laughs> it says here, like, you slept, you slept with what, oh, like the Meryl yeah. Street thing. And yeah, he, she just calls him all his crap. Right. He's like, 21 funny. can't be right. Like, <laughs> Steve Goomberg had a lot of hair. He did. At that time period. At that time. Like, it was tall. I had a lot of hair at that time, too. <laughs> Even well, good. 85. How many police academies was he into at that point? <laughs> Maybe a couple. 
Mm-hmm. A couple deep. Mm-hmm. Cocoon, yeah. had that come out yet? Maybe the same year. I think 85, oh, okay. maybe. Okay. I yeah. have seen Cocoon. That was on TV a lot. Cocoon. 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 Harvey Pitnick. Yes, Pitnick. Harvey sucked. He was so <laughs> boring, and he didn't treat his family well. And um, I just love kind of the conceit of that piece that it's like a um, what is it? Ebert, Roger Cisco, Ebert, Cisco, Cisco and Ebert, and Ebert, Ebert at the movies. At the movies yeah. yeah, and it just kind of we were joking. It's like some of the ways they talk reminded us of the ways we talk. Like I wasn't as bothered by that as <laughs> you were, you know, kind of like that reviewer language. Um, but they're just, again, just sitting there, just like tearing him down. And I'm like, where's the lie though? Right. No lies detected. Yep. Sorry, Harvey, you're lame. Oh, you know, happy birthday. No. Thanks, Verge. Oh, thanks. Um, but the, the best part though, and this is one of my other favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Virgo. That you want to say? He's making fun of me again. I'm trying to. I'm, I know I'm it's your to, birthday, and he's just. I'm trying to give and read the same time. He was on the other side of the hill. He couldn't see. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, the picnic funeral. One yes. of my other favorite episodes. Yeah. The roast. The roast. So yeah, that's the whole at the movies part. Basically, yeah, gives you this next segment. The, the, the Kafka-esque touches. Yes, exactly. It's one of my favorites. And it, it was with all these old at the again, almost forty years ago, the comedians they had come out and roast them, they were old then. Like they yeah. were on their way out. They were yeah. doing <laughs> the old I mean? roast. Right. Like yeah, like originating that probably. So yeah. You add another forty years on top of it now. And <laughs> you, you're talking it was like again, it was the Rip Rip uh, Taylor, Henny Youngman, uh Steve Allen. And some other people. <laughs> I like Rip Taylor because he kept slappy white, slappy. I think Rip Taylor was my favorite, and I liked that he threw confetti all the time. <laughs> that, that was his thing. That was his thing. I loved it. It's very fabulous. Um, and I think that every funeral should be a roast. You know what? I love a good I would roast. welcome that. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a bad, you know. Yep. But you would need the professional roasters though, because <laughs> some people can't do it. So they're gonna. I call don't know us. that I could get up there and. Oh, they're like, gonna call us. Well, for him, probably call you two. But, but what about for mine? We're gonna do it from beyond the grave. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just call you. I'll just be like over there plagiarizing other people's roasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely nothing to do with you, but <laughs> plagiarizing. I'll I'll be in the in the coffin or the urn yeah. with my little tube coming out. Got a good one about me. <laughs> Oh, poor Harvey Pitnick. Now that was Robert, Robert Picardo was the funeral director. Funeral director. In that Robert one. Picardo. So, what was that? What's a Robert Picardo Robert thing? Picardo. Um, he, was he was the Howling. That he right? was the werewolf in the Howling. Oh, okay. He did because look a little familiar. Because he worked familiar. with Dante. Joe Dante a lot. Yeah. yeah. And we have talked about the Howling on this very program. We have. Because yeah. I remember he was the cowboy in Inner Space. He was a cowboy in space, I think. Yes, very yeah. good. Yeah. Is, he was doctor on, so. on Star Trek, the holodome. <laughs> yeah, but there we're making a Joe Trek. Dante connection. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> not Dante. a Joe Dante connection. But yes, he was. That's right. Another space. <laughs> <laughs> another one of my favorites is the art sale. Okay. Um, that's like, that's a dream come true. Right. That like these masterworks would just be at fire sale prices. Yes. Um, that one's another one that's just silly. It's just silly and yeah. cute. But I was like, 
Like literally a, my dream come true. I would be down there in a second. They, I like, think we all would. We all would. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know. selling the Mona Lisa for fifty nine ninety five. Right. <laughs> kind of stuff. So. Right. Yep. Every Van Gogh must go. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so silly. Um, and Scott liked when the Amazon women at the end were throwing their spears. I like that too. They're very yes. aerodynamic spears. <laughs> it's also just funny because, again, we have no idea what has led us to this point where the queen and like her person have like fallen in love with these guys <laughs> and all the other the, the two are, remaining spacemen and the it, monkey exactly and like why have they turned and like why are they throwing things why does the queen want to leave it's just like so funny too because you're just picking up like what what happened like what did i miss i missed the whole film yeah yeah it's yeah it's pretty funny and then um, they're leaving, and then yeah. when the the moon blows up <laughs> at the end, there's a little you know, chunk hanging on the string, <laughs> chunk of moon just floating around. Oh man, that's good stuff. Um, I prefer the Titanic reenactment that we got <laughs> in this. That was pretty. See, funny. I mean, they spent two bucks on it, and freaking James Cameron spends a billion, <laughs> so and it's just as good. Should have saved your money, James. Yep, this is We're true. Just as well. Where's you the line? <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of like a really funny piece kind of of its time is actually the condom one, Condoms, because yeah. like, not to bring it back to Golden Girls, but I will every fucking chance I get. <laughs> There's a very famous episode of the Golden Girls where they're going to be going away with their gentlemen and they are going to the store to buy condoms and they're super embarrassed about it because it was the 80s. And I'm not saying it's now. They were in their 80s? No, it was the 80s, oh, it was right? the 80s. Okay. And there's like, you know, this whole thing about buying the condoms and everything. And it's, it, was, it was, again, very progressive for its time, kind mm-hmm. of like making this statement. And um, I'm not saying that everybody today is super comfortable buying condoms or whatever, but it's just like, it's such a change because now we're like, yeah, of course. Like, and you shouldn't be embarrassed. Like, that's a really good like thing. Like, it's so important. This is like kind of before and kind of during like the AIDS crisis and everything too. Mm. And it's just like, it's just, it's an interesting little period piece in a way that it's like, Oh my God, I'm so scared to buy the condoms. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It just struck me as interesting. Yeah. I mean, they were in a scrap of time, small town. It felt like so. Right. right. Obviously the pharmacist knew everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, specifically, I don't remember what the character's name was. Let's just call him Jimmy. (laughs) Right. Um, The condom mascot was funny. It kept making weird sounds. (laughs) It did. (laughs) It was like, yeah, it was kind of like a, like a Mickey mouse ish noise. Oh, I guess that was what it was (laughs) going (laughs) (laughs) Kind of noise. (laughs) Can we get that as like a ringtone? Because that was that was good. Oh man, um, Scott, is there anything else you want to add? And then I have one more. Yeah, okay. I mean, not about specific uh, a specific thing, but this. I was trying to think of what this reminded me of, and it's the same kind of like pacing and humor of Robot Chicken. Ah, Ooh. yes, which is also because of the robot chickens watching the television. Yeah, and obviously I'm sure Robot Chicken took inspiration from this. this. Yeah. Uh but you know, if if you like Robot Chicken, I think I think you'll like most of what this is thrown at. We were you. huge it's, it's fans very of robot similar chicken. humor. Scott and I. I would bet so because Seth Green is very much our age, so oh, yeah. I'm sure he 
drew a lot of inspiration from it. Absolutely. Um, so it is an influential film. There you go. So, <laughs> All right. There you go. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. just <laughs> guessing. But I think it's pretty safe. <laughs> I'm taking guess. the win. <laughs> um, it was just, it was so sweet to see Carrie, especially young, yeah. young Carrie. Carrie. I love Fisher. her so much. Yeah. I miss her so much. I know we all do. She was um, an icon. Yep. Um, so it's just like, obviously, one of those things where it's like, okay, I'll come down and do this because she, like, knows everybody. And, like, John there was... Manus again. Yeah. There's that part where they're in the dungeon and they break because he gets hit in the face by the bat. <laughs> and you can, like, see her real, genuine, like, smile. <laughs> it's just so cute. And I just miss her so much. Yeah. And I remember because you told me that she was in this movie and she was not right, in the yeah, movie. The and then you're like, like, it's like a post-credit Marvel <laughs> thing. I was like... Sam's about to get mad at me. And I was like, where the fuck was Carrie Fisher? Was she in the condom? I got you to watch it. <laughs> she was in the condom making those sounds. That's right. That was Carrie <laughs> She would have done it, too. She would have. Um, one little bit of, we'll call it not uh, trivia to throw in there, I think is kind of fun, um, is that, so you, you guys know there's another film called Kentucky Fried Movie that John Landis did, which is a similar film. A lot of people kind of consider this a sequel to it. In fact, mm-hmm. um, in okay. France, it was actually it was actually considered a sequel. Like ah. they just marketed them as such. Um, so in France, the Kentucky Fried movie's name is actually translated to Hamburger Film Sandwich. What? And so yes, and so they named this film Amazon Women on the Moon in France was called Cheeseburger Film Sandwich. <laughs> as the as the sequel, I thought That's that was so kind of funny. Silly, <laughs> with I'm sure with mayonnaise because <laughs> they use mayo out there instead of mustard. Anyway. <laughs> it's a fr- <laughs> France, you know. We love France. you. Did you have any interesting um, no, bits? Really? Hmm? No. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm. I am. Um, Are you happy? I am happy and thankful that. You guys did not despise this film. I appreciate you giving me that bit of leeway to choose. Especially you, Sandra. Let me choose a non-horror title for my birthday. Yeah, we kind of have, like, this... We have an unspoken rule where we will very, very rarely, if ever, between the two of us, pick a non-horror movie. Right. And because it's kind of like we have so many horror movies we want to talk about and share and watch that we haven't seen, that it's like... (sighs) Every time I'm like, maybe I'll pick, but I do have one non-horror movie I might pick this year. Oh, I know. Look for him to. Uh, oh my goodness. Um. Okay. But um, yeah. So we did that. We that was really big of us as people. <laughs> it was. It was very big of you. Yeah. So all of, of you. us. Oh, us. Yeah. Thank us. you. Anyway, but thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Amazon Women on the Moon again. I don't even know if you can stream it anywhere. To be quite honest. Mm. Um. I know on um, Army. 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 Oh my goodness, Army. Bless you. Bless you, Army, for the. You're so sweet. <laughs> donation. Thank you, Army, very much. Um, That's very kind of you. Uh, but I know there's, you can watch lots of segments on YouTube, they're available. At one point, I did see there was a version on YouTube that was like the flipped or whatever. So you could. Mm. Horrible quality. Right. But you could do that, but. Um, I know for a fact you can watch Arsenio on there, um, which I highly recommend. Watch it. Yeah. Watch <laughs> it. Now we have a game for you in the vein of the movie we just watched. So okay. we'll I'm let excited. Producers- 
I'm very excited for this game. Yes. So, um, I was trying to figure out a game, the fun game we could play, and I was like, well, what can we do that pertains maybe to the movie that we just watched? And I had an idea. I said, you know what? Let's try and ask um, some weird, weird, weird questions of the group what, that might be true or not might not be true. And I'm like, well, what can we call the game? Oh, I know. <laughs> we can call it Bullshit or Not. Are they bullshit or not? <laughs> so there you go. We're going to stay with Amazon Women on the Moon and do, is it bullshit or not? <laughs> I'm going oh, there's the there's to ask questions of the group, and they're going to have to guess if it's true or false, basically. Okay. Or as we called it. Are you working as a team? You're, wor- you're working together. Okay. Let's go. BS or not. Okay. All right. This is all Hollywood. Hollywood themed. Okay. BS or not. All right. Um, the trailing green symbols at the beginning of the Matrix are sushi recipes. Is it bullshit or not? Bullshit. Ooh. Bullshit. <laughs> I want it to be true. But I'm going to say it's not. Caleb. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's true. What? Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. A production designer scanned symbols from his wife's sushi cookbooks and then manipulated them to create the iconic code. But it's manipulated. But, but it's it, still based but it started, on that's it started wild. from sushi sushi recipe that he found in his wife's cookbook. Wow. Because apparently – They weren't always all – it wasn't all binary. I always thought it was it's just like the binary. ones. No, it's, it's, like, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like a language. Yeah, it's various it? oh, okay. symbol things. See, I don't such. even remember. Like, I remember yeah. the green stuff, but I don't, yeah. never really looked at it. Right. God damn it. We're not <laughs> off to a good start. I mean, supposedly the guy went through and, like, did things to make it not just yeah. be Chinese writing or, yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse me, right. Japanese writing yeah. coming down. But, right. um, you know. Yeah, because that would have just been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. I still don't believe it, but. It was written after the fact. Hey, it's true. Uh, in Harry Potter's fourth film, The Goblet of Fire, rock band The Who makes a cameo playing as a fictional band called The Weird Sisters. Oh, well, that this does... Is, this is you. That have, does definitely happen in the film. It's at the, the ball, the winter ball. Um, I never heard that that was The Who. Um, I'm inclined to think it is not the who I'm inclined to think that it is probably a famous band, but not the Ooh, who. Yeah. I mean, I'm they're all s- made up. So it's like they're, they, they wouldn't look like the who I'm, uh, I'm going to say bullshit. Fuck. I don't know. I like some questioning now. I'll say it. Bullshit. All right. Okay. Uh, that is correct. That is bullshit. Ooh. So he told yes. you. Yes. It was famous musicians, <laughs> but it was not The Who. Who was it? Um, it was a, a guy. I forgot to write it down, but no. it, it wasn't like a famous band. It was like a guy from Sammy here. Hagar. I was going to say it's Liam yeah. and Noel Gallagher. <laughs> it was. Because um, after. Oh, man, you know what's funny is I was just listening to a song by this person also, but it's not like a. It isn't like uber famous. Okay. He's kind of like. Um, just, you know, on this level, so much so that of, I can't remember his name. It's kind of infamous. That's right. Okay. Yes, it's famous. He's infamous. <laughs> so I apologize, but yeah. Um, okay, we're back on the board. You're back right. on the board. Good job. Okay, one ready? One for one. Yes. Marlon Brando's cat in The Godfather was a stray found on set. True. True. That is true. Yeah, I, and I love that. And I love that so much. Yep. In fact, uh, they found him, they gave him to Marlon, and the cat loved Marlon and just sat there and purred and purred. And Beautiful. 
the sound people were so afraid that the purring was going to overtake <laughs> the audio they were recording. So, okay. It's perfect. Sean Connery wore a wig in every single James Bond film. True. True. That is true. Yeah, that was not his hair. <laughs> Very good. Uh, apparently, he started going bald at age 17. Yeah. I mean, it's a rug. It's not a loom. But <laughs> right, it's not quite the loom. Yeah. It's not a cut, not quite a cut and pile, but it is uh, yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio outbid Nicolas Cage for a Mongolian dinosaur skull. Uh, Bullshit or not? They both seem like they collect like oddities. Who are these people? Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Outbid Nicholas Cage. Cage. I'm going to say bullshit. I can't see Nicholas Cage bidding on that. No, he loves so, weird shit. He loves weird <laughs> stuff. Really? Yeah. I can totally see him. Yeah. But I mean, did he get outbid? Leo might have more coins. Uh, well, yeah, maybe that's the trick. Maybe Nick Cage actually outbid Leo. I think maybe he did. Yeah. Bullshit. We'll see bullshit. Yeah. You guys are correct. Yeah. Nick Cage outbid Leo. Oh, yeah. look at that. He's like, you're trying to play in my playground? <laughs> That's you right. can't. You can't step to this Mongolian dinosaur. $275,000. So, like, that scene in the basement of of unbearable talent right. is actually kind of like Nick Cage's. Yep. Yes. Yes. God, I love that movie so much. But I, I could see Leo as an oddities guy, too. Sticking with Nick Cage, because <laughs> there's a we'll lot of Nick, Nick there's Cage a lot of weird thousand. Nick Cages. Yeah, um, Nick Cage wants to be buried in a nine foot pyramid in New Orleans when he dies. True, that's true. Sounds about right. I it sounds about right. Yeah, um, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Nick Cage's shortest marriage is six days. True, true. that is true. That is bullshit. Is it? What? It was four days. Four days. <laughs> Funny. Funny. <sighs> Which one was that? Was that Lisa Marie? Uh, it was a lady named Erica Koki. Oh, I don't know. It was his um, makeup artist. Oh, didn't work out. No. Nope. Uh, Nick Cage was offered the role of Harry Dunn, played by Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber, but he turned it down. Nick Cage has offered the role of Harry Dunn from. Dunn I always Dunn. thought the two of them came together more organically. I think that that's bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. In all my years it? of <laughs> Dumb and Dumber Dumb, <laughs> wasn't there a weird like bidding war? For actually, I'm going to say that's true. You know what? Truth is stranger than fiction. Maybe it's true. I will. I'm outvoted, so we'll we'll go with yours. I don't know. I'm skeptical, okay. though. Uh, that's true. Yes. Nick Cage, because Nick Cage and uh, Jim Carrey right. were friends. Our okay. friends. Oh. We're friends. And Nick. I don't think uh, I knew that either. Yeah. Jim wanted him to be in the movie with them, and so he offered it to him. And Nick wanted to do more, uh, get away from, do smaller films. He actually okay. ended up doing Leaving Las Vegas that year. Oh, and won so, an Oscar. And won an so Oscar. I guess it worked yeah, out for him. Davis right. <laughs> Hey, did you get Nick Cage? I'm about to say, did you guys know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nick Cage used to have cobras. Is this Nick Cage trivia? It's just he's so weird. I just threw a Nick Cage segment in here. I love it. Uh, used to have cobras as pets. Yes. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he did, yeah. and he once told uh, it was I think it was Letterman. Yeah. On um, and then um, his people who live near him got mad and they made no, him get rid of him. Taken away. I, yep. Now that you say that, I remember that exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, 
Hey, speaking of the 80s, um, Tom Selleck trademarked the slang word stash and has an insurance policy for his mustache. No. Because he shaved it off. The, huh. Is the tra- does the trademark include the apostrophe? <laughs> I, that I don't know. No, I'm calling. I'm, I'm calling that one. I, I don't know if, if this bullshit. is true. I would be really surprised because he just doesn't seem that. There's a, there's pretentious. a reason why I asked that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like he would trademark something. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying he didn't, but right. You're you're saying it's true. It's bullshit. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's bullshit. Right. Is someone keeping score? Because we're now doing very well. You're doing very well. Yeah. I haven't been keeping score. That, that is the score. We're doing well. You're doing well. Um, a Starbucks cup appears in every single fight scene in the David Fincher film Fight Club. A Starbucks club? A Starbucks, Starbucks cup. Around? Yeah, Starbucks is around. Are you? During Fight Club, but in every single... In every fight scene. I mean, that's most... Was he trying to like make that's like a statement? A random... <laughs> He's trying to make a statement about big coffee. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, but I don't think that you would just make that up. It's very possible. I mean, I think it's, it's true. This I is think, this I is Neil's above yeah. we're talking about. I here. think it's bullshit above. because because Starbucks wasn't the father of lies, really a thing <laughs> the deceiver, the deceptor. I'm gonna say it's true. I think it's bullshit. What are you are deciding vote? Uh, what was that ninety six? Yeah. What Starbucks were there at ninety six? <laughs> bullshit. It's true. It's true. Oh, see? <laughs> it's true. I told y'all. No, it makes sense, though. It does um, make sense because. Yeah. Fincher thought that the Starbucks shops popping up basically on every block uh, in LA was uh, too much of a good thing. He wanted to call attention to it in his own little his own little way. Hey, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, no one I have ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Mr. Rogers was a U.S. Navy SEAL. False. False. I mean, bullshit. Sorry. That is bullshit. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think the rumor is he, he always wore a sweater the yeah. to cover up yep. his, his Navy SEAL tattoos. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Okay. Velociraptors from Jurassic Park receive some of their iconic noises from turtles humping. That sounds true. Anyone else? You mean that noise? That <laughs> right before they attack? Uh... You pick the noise. It could be the. <laughs> oh my noise God, or the yeah, I'm gonna say oh, the, true. it's true. That little that bark. Too, yes, <laughs> the bark. It's true. Ah, true. True. Uh, it is true. All right. Cool. Uh, in addition to um, turtles in ecstasy, they also got their sounds from um, a horse breathing and uh, goose hisses. Well, I love oh. goose. I love a goose. Who knew? I love horses. I love horses. <laughs> we don't deserve horses. I love horses. a goose riding a horse. I love a horse riding a goose. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, it is hot. You're right. E.T. <laughs> <laughs> um, e. and Poltergeist started from the same script. Started from the bottom, now we're here? Yep. I don't know. I mean, they They're both have... so different. But there's like a suburbanite family. The kids. It's Spielberg. It's the Spielberg connection. <laughs> Do I'm all gonna of his say, movies start out the same? Like right? it's always been like I mean because well Jaws of the Third Kind Terrestrial. You know what? That's Holter. something we have not asked Michael Grace. That's true. Was, I'm gonna say true. That's pretty wild. Maybe Yeah. Why not? Why sure. not? Why not? 
Uh, that is true. Yeah, and then Michael yes. fixed it. That's right, and Michael fixed right. it. So yeah. it started from a script about aliens who invaded a suburban family. Uh, Stephen decided he wanted to make it more family-friendly, so he begat E.T. Right. Uh, but he also wanted to keep <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, the others. He, he got idea from Poltergeist being a suburban family as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because that's just like his MO. Right. That is his and MO. remember, when we had Michael Grace on here, he said he came in yeah. and Spielberg told him about two things. Yeah. Right? Is that what it was? He wanted him he to did. do... He also wanted to do a 1942 right. thing, 1942. Right? That's what he wanted. Or not 1942. The always. Always. Yes. Always. Yeah. yeah. Which takes place in... We love you, Michael. We love you, Michael. Come back from Montana someday. Yeah. <laughs> um... Toy Story's Woody was originally a ventriloquist dummy. Well, I think that's true. I don't think that's true. I'm going to say bullshit. Yeah, but why, you know, why, would, why would the kid want a ventriloquist? Well, because he'd be over? old and from the fifties, like how Woody is, though. Woody's roundup. Well, I mean, I could see that you know Woody maybe being originally based on like like uh, like a Charlie her, McCarthy, yeah, exactly. yes. Or who's the redheaded one? I can't think of Howdy Doody. Howdy Doody, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say yes. I think he was designed after Howdy Doody. I'm going to say yes. We're saying yes. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Um, he was originally written as like a sarcastic bully. Trying Take off to your white wig and stop judging us. Rally the other toys. Color, color me surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Elvis Presley was a natural blonde. True. Yeah, true. That's true. true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cher had two ribs removed to make her waist seem slimmer. That is okay. I don't know any doctor that I've would never do heard that. that. Attached to Cher. <laughs> now here's the thing. I believe Cher did have something done to her rib cage, but it, I don't know if this is going to come down to semantics. But I don't think she had them removed. But I think she had them shaved. Okay. I feel like everyone. She seems everyone so unethical like, as a doctor to do that. Because <laughs> well, I always heard that rumor about Marilyn Manson. Well, yeah, that, right. Well, well, and before that, <laughs> for other other reasons. peoples in the eighties yeah. for that same rumor same, that you're yeah. you're trying to spread right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I think remove Ouch. the ribs. Yeah, see, Todd heard that rumor about Lady Gaga. I think yeah. that that is. Yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah. that's an yeah. urban yeah. legend that yeah. kind of goes around. So false. False. Or bullshit. bullshit. Sorry, bullshit. bullshit. That is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, did yeah. not. She had three. <laughs> um, um, O.J. Simpson was considered for the lead role in the Terminator. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've heard true. that. That yeah. is true. Very true. Jeez, you guys are on it. Yeah. All right. Very we good. Our, we know some That's pop culture trivia, stuff. Actually. You do. Yeah. Right. Um, Psycho was the first movie to show a toilet flushing. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. True. That is also true. Yeah. It had been <laughs> originally been considered. <laughs> Illicit, and <laughs> you can't show such hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> cannot show a flushing toilet. God, what happened? <laughs> okay, these um, people were insane. Uh, Michael Jackson purchased Joseph Merrick's ele- the Elephant Man bones from the Royal London's Medical yes. Hospital in the eighties. Yes, all them elephant bones. Yeah, and we, uh, were I, we just talking the other day about where they were? <laughs> um, I don't remember. There, yeah, he did. It's actually not. It's bullshit. What? He actually tried, but they didn't give it oh, to him. Tried. <laughs> he tried, but they said no. They said you can't buy this. It's can't, all Michael can't. Honey. Yeah. No. They said, kick rocks. Kick rocks. We're not giving you his bones. They said no. That's unethical. We can't give you the bones. <laughs> um, Halle Berry has 12 toes. 12? The beautiful Halle Berry. That seems excessive. Bullshit. It's 11. <laughs> 
It better not be something like that. I think she has extra toes. Have we ever seen her feet? No. Here, not, let not me just free. check wiki feet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real thing, is it? Okay. Yes. Oh, sweet uh, summer child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. You sheltered, sheltered. Good that Lord. is why you've heard us say there no are no free not for free feet. feet. Okay. No free. I'll give up my free for free. I'm gonna say bullshit. Yeah. Although it's true. This is no, I mean, no, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I'd be right mad now. if it's semantics. Yeah. <laughs> semantics. Uh, it is bullshit. Yeah. Hallie has perfectly average feet with ten toes. I don't know. I think, I think I think I want to look. We want to look for the surgery scars on that one. I think she. Now, as far it. as nipples go, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Christopher Walken worked as a lion tamer in a circus before pursuing his acting career. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that's I can true. Totally see it too. That's true. Because they would let fucking anybody lions? work with animals and stuff. <laughs> what was with these lions? <laughs> I, can't say it. <laughs> I think they're saying true. This watch. I like it when they purr. Is it this true? watch. Um, that is true. Oh my god. True, true, doing. true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, finally, last question. Is this bullshit or not? Arnold Schwarzenegger's family was so poor. How poor were they? He they were so poor. He almost sold. He was almost sold to a wealthy British couple when he was a baby. That's so <laughs> fucked up. I'm gonna say true. That wow. That would be illegal, and we know the world doesn't this was, do anything illegal. That would have been ever, like the fifties. Any time. Um. I mean, where, is he from Austria? Belgium Austria. or Austria? Austria. Austria. I, you know, I'm going to say bullshit. Who's I'm the muscles from Brussels? Who's that? That's... That's Van Damme. That's, Van Damme. Yes. Jean-Claude. Um, <laughs> no, man. I feel like that would Yeah, I know. I, I've heard him talk about his dad and how misled he was by following, like, the Nazi party. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I'm going to say false. Hey, I don't know. No, I'm not... I'm torn, too, Caleb. I know. It could go either way. 50 <laughs> 50. Let's say true. Let's say it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. Ah! It I made French, that shit up. It was a French couple. A <laughs> but thank you for saying I true. I also say a I lot mean, of these people just start making things up the more interviews they do. That's true, too. Yeah, they're yeah, like. Yeah. I, it was a lot. In t- <laughs> 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 well, that's all I got for this episode of Bullshit or Not. That was very good. I so, like that. I like that game. We should reuse that game. Okay. Because it was fun. I'm glad it was fun. It was fun. And so challenging for the mind. Oh, my mind is so <laughs> stimulated senses. right now. Yeah. So, Sandra. Yes. What have you chosen for us for our next episode? Well, sometimes in the past we have a hard time picking these episodes because at the beginning of February, this one's birthday end of february this one's birthday and it's also black history month and it's also women in horror month so i am picking a recent title but it was a movie that was criminally underwatched one of my favorites from 2019 called sweetheart sweetheart i I remember you talking about this okay yep and we'll see if pre-pandemic me was right (laughs) 
and that favorite of the year holds up. And it is available for streaming at least on Google, Apple, YouTube, or not, you know, like the things you pay for, Amazon. Yeah. It's at least for free there. Hopefully it's for free someplace else. Unlike our last film, you mean? Yeah, which is like there's only one copy in the whole universe. <laughs> and I own both of them. That's right. Even though there's only one. Yeah, we might have to Sweetheart. Pay, we might have to pay for this one, guys. I'm not saying Fun that. fact, also <laughs> the name of my corn snake. That's right. That is. I think that's probably why I remember it. Yes. But is there what's the country of origin? I think it's American. Okay. Cool. Merck. Merck. <laughs> probably Ron. Oh, it's yeah. probably like British and everybody's like, oh, that was one of like our fine British, you know, films. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. I thought it was America. You won like a BAFTA and you're claiming it as your own. A Juno award. <laughs> Learn to get it's not for music. Now. I don't know. Watch the movie. Sweetheart. All right. Well, we hope you guys had a fun time as we reminisced about Amazon and women and those women who are on moons. And everything in between. Yeah. I had fun. Uh, thank you guys for spending time with me. Happy my birthday. To, to everyone in chat, thank you as well for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Army Beef, thank you again as always. Yep. I'll be sure and buy myself a pack of cigs with, uh, with the money. <laughs> and yes, we do have on that. Uh, Podbean of the Future, thank you so much for listening. Uh, in chat tonight, we had Miss Lindy Bachmora, Vanilla Head, Mindy Porter, Movie Addict, Zeno's Curious Goods, Artificial Street, Tommy LeBette, Spooky Moon, 209 Pod, Virgo, Lemonade. It's Virgo, I'm telling you. Monsieur Army Beef. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Bye, Ken. Bye, the culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa. California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. Arnold Schwarzenegger's family was so poor. How poor were they? They were so poor.